Well, 2019, um, reliving some of these uh, old past issues from the year before. Are, you know, and I've been a fan of Louis C.K. and you're a huge fan of Louis C.K. Love him, best ever. Um, he can't seem to get out of trouble with people, and well, it's because once you're on their their naughty list, yes. they're, they're just going to keep their foot on your throat. Yes, and and I like what he's doing now. You can recap it, but I like that mm-hmm. he's he's starting to push back. He's mm-hmm. the first one who's really starting to fight back a little bit. Sure. And he, you know, recently took the stage, coming back. I guess, I don't know if you can call it a comeback tour, but that's what he's doing. He's getting back out there uh, with his comedy. And people are upset because he, I guess, I don't know if you can call it an attack during a comedy show, but he said some things that raised questions from folks. Well, he's he, always done that. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, he, his last special started with an abortion joke sure. and a child fucking joke. Sure. So, and people loved it then. It's but then, then he was on their team. He was a Hillary supporter. He was mm-hmm. a he was a Trump hater. He was on their team. Mm-hmm. Now they see him as the opposition, and they're going to come down on it. But if you got the clip, play the clip. Yeah, this is where he attacks or mentions or just makes fun of the Parkland. Uh, school, not making fun of the shooting, but the students who have become activists as Just a result the of the shooting. And here comes the clip. I don't know. They testify in front of Congress. These kids. What the fuck? What are they doing? You're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged. Not in a suit saying I'm here to tell. Fuck you. You're not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shots? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? How does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. Uh, I got to listen to you talking? So that's the clip, and I'll let you start first. Yeah. I mean, okay, look. Mm-hmm. Let's all get a fucking grip. <laughs> now, the first thing, people were laughing. Yes. It's a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Now, number one, He's up there doing an hour of new material. He sure. has not been on stage in a year. He's doing mm-hmm. an hour of new material. I, I don't know if you you know much about comedy or people out there know much about comedy, but what comics do is they get up there and they try new material and see what works and see what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I listened to the whole hour set. It was fucking hysterical, the entire hour. He made fun of, of himself more than anybody else. Sure. And they're going to pull out this one clip where the the judgment to, to make fun of the Parkland kids is a little bit questionable. But the audience laughed, mm-hmm. and that's his job is to make people laugh. Now, you can say it wasn't funny or whatever, and you can choose to be offended if you want, but um, he's just doing what comics are supposed to do, and he's the best in the world at doing it. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't get what all, all the outrage is about. I don't under, here's what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Number one, I still don't understand what the hell the man did that was wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the worst thing I can say about what he did is it was really weird. Okay, but you got people equating him with rapists. By my understanding, and by his confession, Mm -hmm. and all accounts of from the women, he asked women if he could jerk off. Sure, they said yes. He jerked off. Mm -hmm. Where is the crime in that? Yeah, if the story was, I asked these girls to have sex. They said yes. We had sex. Mm -hmm. It's a non-story. It's just because it's weird. Right? Yeah, and you know, yeah, it's a good question. Where's the crime of that? He's never been charged with anything, which is probably the first indicator. It is weird, but people what, are weird, man. And then the thing is, what is he supposed to do in the meantime? Does he just not perform? Or I mean, he took a year off. So, sure. like, how how much do you want to punish the guy? Yeah, and I mean, he's back at work. He's doing what I think he was put here to do. And folks, if you don't want to hear it, don't go to the show. 
Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you know, and don't dissect. And like you said, he did an hour of fresh material. They dissected. I think that was a one minute and 34 right, exactly. clip yeah. out of an entire show from a comedian who historically has been on the edge and has said things far worse sure. than, <laughs> than what he said. So I think it's time to give him a break on that. He is not in that Bill Cosby realm where he is charged of rape and ultimately convicted, or Harvey Weinstein where he's been accused and charged of rape or whatever. Um, Here's the thing. He was one of those, he was one of the original Me Too people. Mm -hmm. So this this movement has taken on a life of its own and they can't like, they can't go and concede and give points to somebody like Louis C.K. because it discredits the movement. I think that's what's going on. I also think it's, just more of the, um, you know, the the outrage for fun type mm-hmm. of thing. People sure. just enjoy it, and mm-hmm. it's it's sad to see. Yeah, no. And speaking of Louis C.K. again, he he's like a magnet for shit lately. Um, they dug up a clip from 2011 of what is it? It's him. It's Seinfeld. It's Ricky Gervais. It's Chris Rock, and they're talking. You know, as comedians talk. And the term, the N-word comes up, okay? And we'll let you, uh, as I try to find this clip, we'll, we'll let you listen to it, and we'll come back and respond. People are rich, they're just rich forever and ever. Even their kids are rich. Yeah. But when a black guy gets rich, it's countdown to when he's poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the blackest white guy I well, fucking know. And, I'm, and then all the, the negative things we think about black people, this fucker. You're saying I'm a nigger. Yes, you are the niggerest fucking white man I have ever. Oh. I don't think he he could do that. Oh, well, I don't think he has those. I mean, no, you don't even understand. Really, you don't you don't really know him. Like I've worked with him. No, like you're big. Yeah, I wouldn't use it anyway. Jerry's uncomfortable. Yeah, and Chris is too. You guys don't. That's a, yeah. <laughs> 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 That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. We, we say nigger on stage, you guys way. don't. But that's definitely a parody. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we say nigger on stage. We don't. Well, you took this. That's right. Yeah. You and me say nigger in private. These two guys don't. I don't believe he says it in private. I've given it up just because it's play. I don't believe it's I don't think you've ever said it probably in your life. No, no. Yeah, that's a, that's a big huge difference between you and me, I think. Well, you you found the humor of it. Yeah, I haven't found it. Right. Nor do I seek it. And yeah, you at the end you can hear Jerry Seinfeld yeah. is and yeah. Well, he's, he's he's squeaky clean his comedy. Sure. So and and not going to go there. And the thing is, listen to the um, guy Colin Cowherd going in a sports thing, but he always refers to Jeff, Jerry Seinfeld as someone who's very serious about comedy, and he's very serious about that check, and sure. so. When things about that money. Yeah. When things kind of got weird with, you know, as they always do with the N-word, he was the first to say, oh, no, I'm not going down this avenue. Yeah, I get that. He's protecting himself. Sure. That's great. But first question, Mm -hmm. you said this is from what year? I think it's 2011. Okay, so what are we talking about? Well, uh, you know, just expanding on what we've been saying about Louis C.K., when you are on the naughty list, people make an effort. And yeah. I don't know where this clip came from. Never heard from it previous about it previously or whatnot. But if it shows him in a bad light, you can bet that you're going to see it. Right. <laughs> but again, reason. this is nothing new. He says it in his act. I sure. remember specifically. And mm-hmm. okay, so you know, we we end up talking about the N word quite a, a a bit on this show. And mm-hmm. I, it's just this word needs to 
get demystified. Mm. It's time. It's time we release re- release the tension around this word and declassify it. Mm. Um, pretty much that's happened with every other word, not this one. And is 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 race still a problem in America? Yes. yes. Mm. Does does everybody who says that word a mm. racist? No. You no. can say that word like Louis C.K. has, joking. Let, let me... I've made the speech to you before that that the words you say don't matter. It's the intentions of your word. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So that even applies to this word. The one word I won't say in it. I, and it's not... <laughs> I won't not say it because I don't want to say it. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd have a good time saying it with you and dog. <laughs> I don't say it because I only have permission of one of the two men <laughs> on the podcast. That's why I don't say it. And that's that's really silly because it doesn't change what's in my heart sure. whether I'm saying it or not. No. And let me, let me demonstrate ahead. something mm-hmm. to you, okay? Mm-hmm. So... You, you sent me this clip today, I listened, and, and I thought about it, and I wanted to present this in a way that would make good sense. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The words you say don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. And I can prove that. Okay. So pretend Dog's sitting there. He's not. He's that sapphire. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tell Dog that you love him and use that word in the way that black guys will use with each other. Oh, man. Go ahead, say it. Love you, my nigga. Right. That's all good. Right. All, right. Now, all right. Now it's my turn. I'm going to say it to Dog. Okay. All right, I'm gonna say the same word. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of freaking. Right, I didn't say it, but it got tense. You felt the air yeah, come out of the room a little bit, I, right? You're right? absolutely right. I didn't say a bad word, mm-hmm. but what I said, mm-hmm. it was no good because sure. I I was saying something shitty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You were saying the same word, but with love. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Now let's try another. Okay. All right. How about Yobi? Yeah. You're my favorite motherfucker. Okay. That's a nice thing to say to a guy. Sure. You're my favorite motherfucker. Got it. Right? Yeah. I, I just said the F word. My heart is warm. Yes. Yeah. It's good. All right. But now if I say, B has sex with his mother. <laughs> no swear words. That's a shitty thing to say. Sure. I called you a motherfucker, mm-hmm. but I said it in a way that expressed love mm-hmm. versus accusing you of having sex with your mother. Yeah. You see that? See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. And we've gone through this before, and my theory is still the same. This is the thing. Black people own the word. They do. It's in exchange for the slavery and everything else that happened. If that's all you got for slavery, that's a shitty deal. It's been a shitty deal for black people their whole life. So that shows you how shitty the deal was. And then what's even more shitty is the only thing that you could have an exclusive, everybody wants to use. So that's even more shitty. So well, the, be, I, you know, black people are cool. You made the word cool, and now I, we want it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the Indians had the same thing where they, should, you know, make corn if, and Thanksgiving ha, cool too. I think it's time yeah. to pay the ancestors of slaves mm-hmm. reparations. It's time. It's time to make good on that. Sure. Move on from it. Get rid of affirmative action. Get rid of everything else in society that makes us different from you, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Get rid of all that. Make up as best we can for the wrongs of our ancestors, mm. pay reparations, and then we can walk around the streets sure. yelling. Well, this is the thing. They're, again, the ownership of the word goes to the black people. They get that. That being said, when you're a comedian, you get a certain kind of poetic license. Louis C.K., if, if I go to a Louis C.K. show and he says the N-word and it's funny as hell, I, don't, I walk away no problem. But if he misses, and that's the thing, is, is a comic, you are a home run hitter. You are a lot of times hitting a home run or sure. you're striking out. If he strikes out, yeah. he gets the Bill Maher treatment. He right. gets Ice Cube coming on the show yeah. the next week right. and all that other stuff. Um, what 
And I don't think there but was. That's a, with any sure. uh, racy joke, you yeah. know, like his his abortion joke that he opened his last special with. That yeah. was risky as hell. Sure, but he pulled it off, and he got the home run. Yeah. No one left. You know, right. fans who went there to see him were not offended, and everybody had a good night. Exactly. The thing that happened in there that got weird is that, and people have to know, you know, to have context. He's written for Chris Rock before, right? So you can imagine the two of them if they've known each other, worked each other for years. The amount of N-words that have flown in writing for him or writing with him or whatever. Hey, Chris, what do you think about this idea? If you say such and such, such and such, and that's fine. And they have a friendship and a partnership. They respect each other's work, whatever. The issue is, is and you can tell Chris got uncomfortable, too. Because he, if you look at the video, he goes to his cup and takes like a swig right. as, as this thing is happening. Chris forgot to have the, the talk that I have with you sometimes. When you have a white friend, you have to have that talk. Be like, hey, look, I love you. But don't make me look bad in front of other black people. Don't do it. Do not use that word. And you're using it in front of friends. They're looking at me like, what the hell is up with your friend? And that's what happened. So he's fortunate. I, I understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? I understand what you're saying with that. Yeah. But it's it's like this. The only way the word gets demystified is mm -hmm. if everybody just starts using it in a jovial way. Mm -hmm. And it just becomes, I mean, there's a lot of kids Mm. Who white kids who sure. use that word? Sure. They grow up in 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 mixed neighborhoods and they throw it back and forth and it's no big deal. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing. It's the same. It's mm. it's kind of the same argument I present for co cultural appropriation, mm. right? The world's up in arms about uh you know eating eating tacos on Tuesday, like you know stupid things like this. White people can't have dreadlocks. Blah mm. blah 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 blah. Cultural appropriation. What that is, is mm -hmm. you have a community of one group of people living close to a community of another group of people, yeah. and the culture bleeds between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And that's beautiful. It's a thing that should be celebrated, not condemned. When when our when our cultures are bleeding together, we're, we're, we're bonding. No, I, I, if you want to have dreadlocks and you're white, go for it. I have no problem. I, I think that cultural appropriation is the dumbest shit ever. But the thing is, is you, you say, if everybody could just say it in, in a way that whatever... The problem is, is that everybody won't. And that's where you have to kind of keep things, you know, there has to be sort of a code of ethics with that word. If you could even say it, it's a horrible word. Can I justify why I say it? No. The only thing I can tell you is that when I started playing basketball in elementary school, that was how the older kids addressed the younger kids. They said, hey, Lil Nick, who do you have on your team? Um, I'm going to pick Lil Nick over there. And from that point on, that's what I was and that was my word or whatever. And it, it, Rolls off your tongue sometimes so fast you don't even know you said it. As a matter of fact, we were at, I was at a at a birthday party uh, with a, a friend of mine that has a kid. And then after the party, you know the adults get around and they're talking, and there was a white guy in the room, and I had had a couple of drinks so I'm comfortable, and I actually said it in front of the white guy, and the looks that I got from my black friends, and then after the white guy left. I got talked about, and they said, "Why would you say that in front of him?" I said, "I got, un I was comfortable, right. and I and said it." There's just no reason yeah. for everyone to be all tense about this. Like, it, yeah. there was no bad intentions from you, mm -hmm. and and you, and you say how it becomes very casual and it just rolls off your tongue. Sure, that, and that, you know, it's never casually rolled off my tongue mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm. But the more time I spend in this room with you and dog, <laughs> and I hear that thrown around casually. It's only a matter of time till one of these times it just slips out. Sure. That's just that's, that's just human nature. No, it, right? Yeah. And it I can't justify it. It's not good for me to say it. However, that's it's been 45 years. I don't know what to tell you.